Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. So we are down to the wire now, just a couple weeks left of the year, and I wanted to do an episode on goals and planning and achieving goals. I have had so many conversations with people this year that are feeling like they're not meeting all of the goals and expectations they set for themselves this year. The change to our work environment, COVID, staying home, all of the the upheaval that went on this year is really affecting people in such a way that we feel that we're not achieving our goals. And to a certain extent, I get that. You know, there may have been things that you had on your checklist that we just weren't able to do this year because you're working from home or you lost your job or your kids are home, whatever may be standing in that way. But I would encourage you to take a moment and just stop and think about all of the goals that you perhaps did not set for yourself this year that you achieved. Maybe they weren't top of mind at the beginning of the year, but they were things kind of lagging in the background that needed to get done and kept falling down on the list. And because you had a little bit more time at home, a little bit more time with family, a little bit more time to to get focused, you achieved some goals that you didn't even realize that you had. So before we start beating ourselves up on all of the things we didn't get done, and before we start planning all of the things that we want to get done for next year, I think that it's important to take a minute, take a few minutes, take an hour, sit down with a piece of paper, and give yourself a little bit of credit for all the things that you did accomplish this year. I am pretty confident that everyone out there has at least five things that they accomplished this year that may or may not have been in the plans, right? Give yourself a little bit of credit for that. Even in this crazy year, to be able to accomplish some things is a great accomplishment. Now, thinking forward, next year, coming up, everybody's talking about, oh, 2021, it's going to be so much different, it's going to be so much better, for whatever reason you're thinking. I don't know if we're going to turn the page on December 31st at midnight and it's suddenly going to be a brand new year and and full of possibilities simply because of the turning of the page. I think one of the things that really inspires us at this time of year to start looking forward is the possibility that next year could be an amazing year. I always think about a Seinfeld episode where if you watched it, George <laughs> came home one day and decided that it was going to be the summer of George and everything was going to be about George. And I really, I really like that. It's in the back of my mind often at the end of the year because I think about, oh, next year is going to be the year of Kelly. I'm going to achieve all of the goals that I set for myself. Now, part of that's tongue in cheek because really I, I am guilty of setting way too many goals. From the start, I know I'm not going to be able to achieve all of them. 
I can build it up in my head and try and convince myself that sure, maybe I'll get around to all of them. But life happens. Things happen. You have to pivot and adjust and adapt. Look at this year. Like many of you, there were so many things on my list of to-dos that I didn't quite get done. Sure, I'm proud of all of the accomplishments that I made, and I know that I did a lot of things that were not on my list last year at this time to be accomplished. And I'm proud of those things, but it'll still lag in the back of my mind of the things that I wish I could have gotten done, or done differently, or done better, or improved upon. So those are kind of the things that move forward to the next year. But like George, once again, I think about next year is going to be the year of Kelly. I'm going to get all of my accomplishments completed. I'm going to achieve all of my goals and check everything off my list. And I think it's important to start the year that way because if you can't start off with that level of optimism and excitement and feeling of I'm going to attack this list and get it all done, I think that that in and of itself starts you off in a positive momentum. Now, let's be realistic. Somewhere around January 15th, that enthusiasm will have waned. At least here in Northern Virginia, the weather will be cold, there will be no snow, it will be dreary, and I'll be done with winter and my list. And that's the point where it really takes some serious planning and organization to keep pushing forward. Not to mention a little bit of self-motivation. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today is how to how to convert at that point when the excitement is kind of waned and you're not quite sure what your priorities should be anymore. If you need to do all of the things, what we can get away with, it's almost like we start negotiating with ourselves, thinking, well, I got this done, but maybe I can push that to later in the year. And then you really almost give yourself a sales pitch on how to reshuffle your priorities. One of the things that I find really helpful to minimize that shuffling of priorities and minimizing those negotiations. Now notice I say minimize because those will always go on. I, I don't think that I'm unique in that fashion. There's always a negotiation. I, I try to work out every day, but every afternoon before I work out, I try to negotiate with myself of why I have other things that are more important to do or why maybe I could skip today, maybe I can do it tomorrow. Well, I already did three days this week, maybe I'll skip. This is just natural, right? We're always looking for ways out of what we need to do, not necessarily because we don't want to do it, but because there's always competing priorities. Most of us have so many things going on at once, it's kind of like that balancing act of well, if I do A, then I don't have to do B because A is going to take so much longer and you just go down that rabbit hole. So, I digress. As I said, one of the things I find most helpful in kind of minimizing that pattern is to have a plan. Now, I've talked about this in a couple other podcasts over the last two years. Uh, number 69 was five steps to achieving your goals. If you want to go back and listen to that again, it has some really good step-by-steps on how to achieve your goals. I also have number 41, which was talking about a resolution. And, you know, I think I talked a little bit in there about having New Year's resolution. And I like to think about 
New Year's as planning for my goals for the year rather than a resolution. I think that sometimes thinking about it as a, as a resolution, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. We put that long list of things together that we're going to do different next year, that we're going to change. And right off the bat, I think that that puts our, our mind in a negative place because we're telling ourselves that we're doing something wrong and we need to adjust it. Whether it's wrong or not, putting ourselves in that mindset is a negative and, and it's, it's almost like it's chastising us or we are remediating some of our behavior. Why not think about it in a positive way? Why not change our mindset to think about the things that we're going to amplify or improve upon or do so much better next year as opposed to fixing what we're doing wrong? So the first thing I like to do is come up with the list, right? Come up with an exhaustive list. And it can be five pages long of all of the things you want to do next year, okay? And then comes the sorting. We're going to go through and figure out what are short-term fixes, what are long-term fixes, what are, what are year-long goals, what are one-day goals, what are repetitive things that we want to keep doing. I kind of group them into categories, okay? Because if I tried to tackle five pages of goals in the first week of the year, I'm already setting myself up for failure. Heck, if I try to accomplish the first page of goals the first week of the new year, that's not going to be successful either, unless we're talking about little, little things like, I don't know, making your bed every day, right? Stuff like that. So we want to create a plan. We want to create a plan of priorities of all of the things we want to get done, and we want to map them out. Maybe you are looking at taking on more responsibility at the office. This is something that may take some ground laying, groundwork, right? You may have to start stepping up to the plate. You may have to socialize the idea with your supervisor. You may have to demonstrate your capability. There may be some pre-work that goes on to get you to that goal. And the idea is to work it backwards. This is my goal. This is what I want. This is what I will need to be able to feel like I achieved that goal. Now, how am I going to get there? It's almost like you reverse engineer it. I like to think about it like Legos. You know, when you get those Lego kits nowadays, when we were kids, you just got a big box of Legos, all different shapes, and you had to create your own ideas. Now everything comes in a, in a kit where you've got the picture at the end that you're going for. And you have to think about from the very beginning when you walk your way through the steps, sometimes it doesn't make sense what they have you building as in those steps but at the end when it all comes together it makes sense so we want to work backwards to that and it may not seem like it's all that important or seem like it makes all that much sense if you're doing a few things but when it all comes together at the end it's all gonna fit so perhaps you need to start taking on more responsibility at work perhaps you need to demonstrate that you are capable of doing that Maybe you need to have a conversation with your supervisor and say, you know, this is one of my goals for next year. Do you have any suggestions? Do you see any areas where I need to improve? What is it going to take for me to take on more responsibility? Maybe you want a bigger team. Maybe you want to handle a larger budget. Maybe you want to uh, take a higher profile project. Maybe you want to do more public speaking. Whatever the goal is, figure out what you need to do to get there. And if you don't know, then talk to somebody. 
talk to your supervisor, talk to a mentor, talk to a coach, talk to somebody in your organization who has the roles and responsibilities that you'd like and see what they had to do to get there so that you can build yourself a plan of the different things that you need to do to get to that point. Once you come up with what you need to do, set yourself a timeline, set yourself a, a calendar of how to get to that point. Now, there are certain things that we want today. Let's face it, most things we want today, right? But there are some things that we can't have today. They take time and dedication and repetitive action and continued improvement. So perhaps it's something that's going to take three months to get. Map out those three months. The more detailed you can get and the more specific you can get, the easier it is to follow. I find that if I have a checklist of things to do, it's easier for me to stay on task because I can't, I can negotiate with myself, but I can't really because today I need to get this done. Tomorrow I need to get that done. Not to mention the fact that if you have a list of things you need to be focusing on, there's no question, there's no uncertainty. You wake up in the morning, you know these are the things you need to do to get it done. Let's say you want to start your own business. You are out of work now and you're thinking that you want to build your own build your own little empire and, and that's the path you're going to go forward. You don't just wake up one morning and start selling services or selling products or, or running an empire, right? It takes a lot of little steps to get there. It takes some homework and research. You have to figure out how to... Uh, create the business. You have to figure out the back end, all the administrative things, the finances, all of those. You have to figure out how you're going to find your customers, where you're going to find your customers, how you're going to engage with them, how you're going to provide them quality products or services, how you're going to follow up with them, how are you going to keep them, how are you going to build them, all of those little things, right? And you would create a plan for how to do that. You would create a list of all of the little steps, all the little things that need to be done to get to that point. It's the same thing. It's like baking a cake, right? They give you a recipe that tells you exactly step by step. There are certain recipes that you have to follow them exactly the way they are written. Others you can be a little bit flexible in how you do it, but typically they let you know. So whatever the goals are that you're trying to accomplish, Think about all of the steps it takes to get to that point, how you can schedule them out, how you can be successful at achieving them, and what it will take for you to feel successful once you achieve it. Now that last piece is important because, and I, I know I've talked about this on, on the podcast quite a bit, but I'm a moving goalpost person. I am constantly pushing that goalpost forward. I will set a goal and then I'll reach it and then I won't feel satisfied and I'll push it further and further and further. And it's definitely something that I've had to work on because it feels sometimes like you're not achieving any goals. But on the other hand, I can tell myself, but you're constantly achieving goals and moving it forward so you should be proud of that. But it's it's kind of a thing in your head when you're you're stressing about the fact that you want to be successful, but then you keep moving the goalpost. And sometimes it can be easy to abandon the goals 
because you never achieve anything because that goalpost is constantly moving. So I encourage you to do as I'm saying, not like I'm doing, and set yourself a goal. Tell yourself what it will take to be successful. And once you get to that point, sit for a minute. As I said, this is something I'm working on because once I get to a goal, I am trying to focus on sitting for a minute and just being proud that I achieved that goal. I can still push the goalpost forward and create a new goal, but it's taken some time to affect my mindset so that I can recognize that it is now a new goal, that that follow-on goal that I'm creating. I have achieved one goal, and now I'm going to create a new goal to get to the next step. And that really does make a difference because sometimes it can be so overwhelming knowing that, well, I'm just going to get to that point and keep going. Think about weight loss, right? Most of us at some point in our life, we'd like to lose 5, 10, 15, 20 pounds. Think of if you had told yourself you wanted to lose 10, but you really want to lose 20. So once you get to 10, you're not going to be proud of the fact that you lost 10. You might be happy that your clothes are feeling better, but you'll still feel a little bit of sadness because, well, I really wanted to do 20. Be excited about the 10. You can set a new goal to lose another 10. And as someone who has dieted in the past, I'll tell you it's a lot easier to lose 10, be excited, and then lose 10 more as opposed to lose 20, at least for women. Guys, you guys seem to lose weight faster than us, but when you set a goal, set it and be clear with yourself on what it will take for you to be happy with the outcome. Take that moment to celebrate achieving the goal and then move to the next. So for next year, for this 2021 that we're all looking forward to because it's going to change everything, set your realistic expectations. It's just going to be another year. I hope that it's going to be a really good year for all of us. And I think that part of it is just outlook and mindset of turning the page and having a fresh year. But really, you're still going to have to get up in the morning and go to work or get up in the morning and look for a job. Go about your daily routine and do what you're doing unless you choose to make adjustments. So when you're thinking about your goals and plans for the year, think about exactly what you want to do, how to get there, and why it'll be exciting when you get to the other side. We can make this a great year, but not because it's a new year or a new number. It'll be a great year because you set goals that you're excited about and you accomplish the goals that you're excited about and you have a positive mindset when you're going about it and just your attitude and approach to things. That's what makes things great. Right, Not just the fact that we're simply moving from 2020 to 2021. So when you take that list of five pages of goals and, and thoughts that you have of all of the different things and you've sorted them out and you've come up with what are short-term, what are long-term, and then maybe rank them in priority, you know, which, is, which are the ones that you really, really want to do? Which are the ones that you're super excited about doing? and super excited about what the outcome will bring. Put those at the top of the list, right? Because the ones that we're super excited about already are going to be a little bit easier to do 
not because they're simple tasks, but because we like doing things we're excited about. We like doing things that get us going. It's easier for us to apply ourselves when we have some kind of positive emotion towards the activity that we're doing. So if you're super excited about the outcome of something, then you're going to be a little bit more dedicated to getting it done. Things that are just, I should probably do this because I know it's the right thing to do or I know it's good for me. I should probably work out because it's good for my heart. I wouldn't push that down to the bottom of the list, but you're going to have to really motivate yourself every day to do whatever is on that list if you have that kind of a ho-hum negative mentality around it. Now, obviously, I'm not telling you to throw your health out the window and put that at the bottom of your list of to-dos. I certainly think that those are kinds of things that, that we need to incorporate into our goals and objectives on an ongoing basis. But today's episode is more about figuring out how to create your plan of attack to achieve the goals that you're setting. Okay, And for right now, I want you to take that list organize it into your groups, prioritize it into what you're super excited about, and focus on a couple of things on that list that you're super excited about to start with. You can always add more and more goals to your list. I would encourage that you space them out, and maybe you just keep that list tacked on your office wall or on your desk or in your bathroom on the mirror, wherever you want to put it so that you can see it daily. So that when you achieve something and you can knock it off the list, you can add something else to the list. So that when you get to the end of the year and you see that wrinkled up, coffee-stained piece of paper that you had from the beginning of the year with all of the different goals, you can see all of the things that you did accomplish. And maybe you don't get to every single thing on all five of those pages. But maybe you got some really good ones done. Maybe you got a lot of them. Maybe you got some really big ones. Maybe you've got some some goals that you've been setting year after year after year that you hadn't gotten to and you really finally got that one this year. Those are all reasons to be proud. One thing to consider is if you checked everything off your list by February or March, what would you do the rest of the year? I say that kind of jokingly because obviously we would just set more goals. Typically that's what we do, right? We can check something off. There's always something waiting in the wings that, that we could be doing, but... You get my point. Focus on the ones that excite you right now or that you really need to get done or are really going to make a difference. Set the priorities and then you've got a long list. You can always add to it when you're done. I wish you all the best in your accomplishments and your goal setting and your 2021. Have a great day. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, There's only one you.